Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the Texas Outlaw Running Talk Show. This is your host, Briston Reigns. I'm the founder, owner, and Texas Division Race Director here at Texas Outlaw Running. This episode you're about to listen to is known as Shooting the Bull. Shooting the Bull episodes release every Monday and we shoot the bull about running, fitness, and life itself. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a rating. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy this show of us shooting the bull. Hey, hey, Asher Hamlin. What's up, brother? Why are you on the ground right now? <laughs> this is my new flow, bro. I just I'm recording from my phone from now on. Okay. We'll make it work. Sweet. Oh yeah. Bro, this morning we went out and did a thirteen mile run over in Stevens, Arkansas, small town. But um we were running and when I started running I noticed this really big fence right next to me. It was really tall and it was long. <clears throat> you know where this is at. Yeah. And then it turns out we're running next. The road was running in between uh, two big acreages of deer leases. And so luckily it's only bow hunting season. So we don't got to worry about guns. But uh, yeah, it was a little sketchy. Yeah, dude, I've been thinking about that. Um, So especially when you put on races, this is like just. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah, I mean. During oh. hunting season in the south, because it's so big, you got to have your people prepped. Am I right? <laughs> Bro, okay. I'm not sure if I should share this story or not. Yeah, we'll share it. Share it. Whatever, dude. It happened. So, last year at the Backland, <laughs> um, I'm at the aid station getting some food. Some of the guys that are running the race are getting food. And this guy running the race comes in yelling. And he is upset and he's screaming and we go over there to see what's going on. And he's freaking out because there were two guys that were walking around with some guns back there that were going out to hunt. And I want to say a few things about these guys. First off, whenever they went into the woods on the trail, they parked their vehicles in the middle of the trail. Um, We had signs up showing that there was a run happening and they ran over our course markings. And so what they did was completely irresponsible. And um, and so, yeah, he came back and he was just freaked out about it. Um, I mean, we didn't have any issues with the guys. Me and the guy that owns the Walnut Creek Resort, we went out there and we hand-sawed the limbs so runners can at least run past the vehicle. Yeah. And so it was just ridiculous the way those guys came up in the middle of a race like that with runners. I mean, you could see people were running with bib numbers on and that they did that, popped out with guns and were just walking around like it was nothing. And right. uh, they were like wearing camouflage and stuff. And like, I guess they were trying to scare the runners or something at first because they said they were stalking, they were sitting in trees and stuff. And uh, that just doesn't make sense if there's runners going by. And, but that's not the first race that's that's pretty common for trail races actually in the fall and the hunting season because there's a race that i ran last year that was during hunting season as well and they made they said wear orange because it is hunting season there's people out and so something that um i think race directors should start doing which is something i started doing is if we're putting on a race in an area that's public land that people can hunt on i'm gonna let them know hey wear some bright colors but in all honestly i don't think there's been any running race related injuries ever recorded uh with a hunter and a racer so yeah 
Yeah. Well, hopefully you're, you're running fast enough to where even if they did have a shot at you, you know, complete miss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was something, man. I, yeah, it was kind of, it's kind of crazy. That whole situation. Yeah. Just people, man. I was talking Which, yeah. Go ahead. He, his, uh, his point was totally valid because he said that he had had a buddy um, suffer an injury uh, in the exact same scenario. Um, you know, just a total hunting accident. So, yeah, it's something race directors and I guess everyone's got to be aware of. You know, sports take place on public land too. So, yeah. And you know, honestly, a lot of races do. They take place on public land and it might not be mentioned by race directors because they don't want to scare any runners away, which honestly runners have no reason to be scared um, because the hunters are people just like you and they're out there to hunt a deer or something. Right. But um, I don't think anyone will actually explicitly say, hey, there is hunters out with guns hunting deer. You know, they're not going to say that. Yeah. But usually they'll put in there where something bright where like something bright orange and if you register for the for the race um where that happened last year we put we put that in the in the confirmation email to wear something um where like hunters orange it's it's optional but we encourage them to right i mean i've had to run a race like that but honestly when i ran that race i didn't wear anything i just wore shorts and no shirt <laughs> the race i'm talking about that i raced where the race director told us to wear orange but right yeah that was a whole deal and uh just people man people are just you know it's just a conflict of interest and i guess they were all planning on coming out and hunting that evening and we were in the way which it, it was a whole thing but this time we're you know we got precautions and, and locking that, that was really rare for that to even happen for people to just show up out of nowhere like that right no so uh but it is i will say for everybody that's i mean maybe got a long run planned out in the out in some public land or whatever it is, you know, maybe you're going to a race kind of like we're talking about. Um, that, that is a serious concern. Like I remember one time and I don't know if you were at SAU whenever this happened, but, um, I was running a dirt road long run and somebody pulls up next to me and hands me an orange hat and they're like, Hey man, it's hunting season. Like, what? yeah, bro. <laughs> I never He's heard like, of this story. Yeah, dude. And he was like, I want you to be safe. I was like, you know what? I really appreciate that. Like that, you know, that's somebody else looking out for me as a runner, even though it's, I feel like hunting is on the complete opposite spectrum of yes, side of the spectrum as compared, as compared yeah. to running. You know? Like it's just two completely different sports, but I was that like, is- wow, I really respect that. Yeah. You know, you're looking out for me as a runner. So that's pretty wild, dude. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's cool. Right. I actually, I came into a hunting scenario too. It's just, I guess this is just a South Arkansas thing uh, because the same thing happened here. I was, yeah. it was a year and a half ago, probably a year ago or so. And I was doing my long run, but this was on a pretty busy highway and uh, off the, it, and Asher, you know, which highway I'm talking about. It's the one that goes up past the water tower up to yeah, McNeil. Yeah. And uh, I was running and I see I'm running pretty far out there and off the side of this highway, it's like a two, just a one or two lane, two lane highway, one way out, one way back off the side of the highway are dirt roads that shoot out into wherever. 
And so I was running on this highway and then I'm running in this past this field and I see these really big, beautiful deer in the field. And I think, oh, those are cool. And then I, whenever I hit five miles, I turn around and as I'm turning around running, I see the deer again. And then as I come up on this dirt road, I see this truck going really slow on this dirt road on the side of the fence. I was like, oh, that's a little sketch. And then uh, so I, I, I kept running and I ran past the dirt road. And then like 10 to 20 seconds later, I hear like three gunshots go off. And one, it's illegal to be shooting deer off the side of the road. That's illegal. But I hear three gunshots go off and I get I'm like, what in the world? And that's not the first time that's happened. I've ran down that road several times and heard gunshots a lot in the mornings. It's yeah. like common to hear those gunshots, you know? Yeah. Yeah, dude. So if y'all live in the South, especially South Arkansas, if you're anywhere around here, be careful on y'all's runs because these hunters. Yeah. Take precaution for sure. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, That's something, something, you know what, dude, we need a, which I felt kind of good today because I was wearing my, my hat, my, uh, this new, um, listeners can't see it. It's on our website, but it's one of our new hats we released probably a couple months ago. And it has like this orange and yellow on the sides of it. And so I felt pretty good about wearing that, you know, yeah, felt a little a good- safer because it's like orange and red on the sides. And so, well, there you go. If you're looking to uh, support Texas outlaw, you can go on our website right now and yep. find our orange and yellow cap for hunting season. Yep. Uh, so you're safe out there on the dirt roads. We, uh, we want everybody to have a safe fall and, and uh, winter. Dude, uh, all that's the people- my plug. <laughs> all the people that are listening that live in the city are like what in the world are these guys living <laughs> but hey if you live if you live around real good hunting areas it's it's just how it is it's how it is yeah honestly dude, I, I really want to get into i know it's bow hunting season i've been really wanting to get into bow hunting a little bit yeah yeah so do you know who cameron haynes is by yeah, chance i know who cameron haynes is a runner slash for those bow. of you who don't know, he's uh, like the bow hunter of David Goggins. He does hard stuff, and uh, he's an ultra runner, and he's a bow hunter. And he, ha- he had his own like Under Armour hunting show. He's sponsored by yeah. Under Armour. Read a book, too. Bestseller, I think. Yeah. Have you read it? Nope. Nope. I like his elk hunting videos on, on uh, social media, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. But that man is a beast. Um, I think at one point, and this may just be uh, an old wives' tale or something, but I think at one point he was running like upwards of 20 miles a day to prep for um, these hunts where he would basically pack in and hike for days on end just to kill one animal, which is insane. And yeah, I know. He's out there with the bears and all that, dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, honestly, the only animals I worry about when I run out here are dogs, man. Over, It's like Arkansas, this area of Arkansas does not have any um, dogs. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, dude, speaking of Arkansas, that's what I remember. This is hard. This is really hard, y'all. But, um, I mean, I'm going to be living in Arkansas for a little bit longer. And, uh, so y'all know I'm, you know, live my whole life in Texas and, um, about a week ago, 
I had to change my old license over to Arkansas. So I guess I'm an Arkansan now. So you're you're a temporary Arkansan. You definitely have more Texan. You have more Texan in you. Yeah. Just so for don't, don't, go ahead. Just until I graduate at least. I'm hoping to move back to Texas after this, Lord willing, but we'll see. So I mean Arkansas ain't too bad. I, I like to describe Arkansas as Texas's little brother. Arkansas is pretty. It's got some good people in it. So, yeah. Appreciate that. Hopefully I'm one of those good people. Yeah. Arkansas <laughs> is beautiful though. Hey, before uh, we get towards the end of this, we're running out of time here. So Zachary Wenzler, do you remember Zachary from the East Texas Ultra, the volunteer? The guy that volunteered? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yep. So, he uh, slid up on our Instagram, and if you guys want to get featured on the show, follow us on Instagram and respond. We uh, put out things to where if you want to be on the show, we give you an option to do that. But um, so I sent him over some messages, and I I asked him for an over exaggerated running story. Here's what he told me. Now I know the real story, uh, but I understand I understand uh, the exaggeration in the story. So. He says he was running his first 100-miler, and he showed up with a bag of oranges and bananas. He said he didn't really train, but he ran a mile the day before and felt like it was good enough to get in shape. <laughs> he said he made about fifty. He made it about 55 miles in, and he was duck walk- walking, and everything was chafed. He said he was about to call it when a Special Forces Air Force unit dropped out of the sky and offered him everything he needed. Pizza, pill, caffeine pills, Tylenol, and all that stuff. And it says, I powered up from all the needed calories. It went super sane. I literally flew the next 40 miles before I <laughs> collapsed at mile 93 and had to drop out of the race from exhaustion. So that's Zach's little exaggerated story. Some of that story is actually true, believe it or not. Because he, he sat down and told me um, whenever we were doing the East Texas Ultra Race. That's pretty so, baller. Yeah, and I also wanted to plug um, – plug Zach as well. He's been talking about this 200 mile race he wants to do and he's going to be running or raising money for the Christine B foundation. And it's going to be for cancer. He's raising money for cancer. Basically. Um, it's a charity that fights cancer by providing resources to those affected. And so I'm going to put the link below if you guys want to support Zach, um, and support that cause that he's going to be doing. He's going to be running a 200 mile race to raise money for that. So I'm going to link that all down below and I'll link his Instagram and all that too. So, yeah. And Asher, do you have anything to say on that? I do. Um, I want to thank if anybody, if any of our former volunteers are listening, like Zach, I really appreciate all the help y'all have given us over the uh, couple races that we have done. And hopefully we continue to get more, great volunteers in the future so yeah really appreciate you guys yeah honestly and all the volunteers have been super cool you know like you you see that they sign up but you never know who you're gonna get until you meet them in person and so yeah like seriously man if we didn't have volunteers it would be literally just the race director and that doesn't work you know yeah volunteers are important and um yeah you guys definitely go out and help volunteer help help out some race directors in your area because we need it just as much as everybody else does. We need the help of volunteers. And so it yeah. can be tough to get sometimes. But we are about all out of time, Asher. 
you have anything else you would like to say? Happy trails. Happy trails. Hey, before we end the show real quick, we got a Patreon. If you guys want to support the show, um, you can support it for, I believe, 2 or $3 a month. And that all goes right back into the show. There's different tiers and stuff as well. And so if you guys want to support the show, link is below in the description. Just click the link that says Patreon. And you guys can uh, help us keep the show going, going, making it better, all that good stuff. And so y'all keep running. Y'all stay disciplined. And if you're running around hunting season and hunting areas, make sure you're wearing orange. All right. I'll see you all next Monday.